Welcome to the Galaxy Moonbeam Nightsight. We are the Retro Talk Network where we talk about anything having to do with radio, nostalgia, television, movies. If you plugged it in, turned it on, listened to it, or watched it, we talk about it here. I'm Smitty. I'm Mike. And I'm Ian. And we're so glad to have you with us on another edition of Galaxy Moonbeam Nightsight. Today we continue with part two of our interview with Southern California radio legend Shotgun Tom Kelly. And we're going to get to Shotgun in just a second. But first we want to give you our email address and our website so you can drop us a note and check out our website and see what you think. Our email address is galaxymoonbeamnightsight at gmail.com. galaxymoonbeamnightsight at gmail.com. Our website is galaxymoonbeamnightsite.com. And remember that's spelled N-I-G-H-T-S-I-T-E. Please drop us a note. Let us know what you think of our shows. If you have any memories to share or anything you'd like to tell us, or definitely look at our website. Uh, we're improving our website. We're adding more things to it. We've been a little bit behind in getting it up to par, but we're working on it. And we sure want you to see it, so check out our website. Well, today we welcome back Southern California radio legend Shotgun Tom Kelly. And uh, <laughs> Shotgun... Are we going... We're going on a little extra time. We're, that's fine. We're enjoying chatting with Shotgun Tom Kelly, and he's our in-studio guest. And we're going to actually make this a two-parter, because there's a lot to talk about. I uh, hope it's not boring. I no, it's very... No, it's I've very told these stories so many times I bore myself. Oh, no, no, no. We find the stories very interesting. <laughs> for us, it's the first time. Oh, yes, okay. Well, that's exactly. good. Okay, yes. good. And, and for your the people that listen... Yeah. People that are listening exactly. on, the, on the podcast it's the their podcast. first time too exactly, so right. i apologize folks if i'm boring you right now no 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 he's he's uh, these stories are very interesting and again i cannot go any further with this man in our studio than to ask him about i was sent in this morning from a neighbor of mine who has already grown and has a couple of kids of her own you're going to talk to the words of poppin guy oh words wow. of poppin yes. are Shotgun Tom yep. is the recipient, the proud owner of two Emmys. Shotgun, talk to us about that. Yes, words of well, yes, with those two Emmys and about two dollars and sixty cents, I get a <laughs> cup of coffee at uh, Starbucks. No, I'm no, I'm proud that I have them. You know, they're nice, and you can see me winning that Emmy uh, on uh, on television on on Shotgun Tom. Would you ever go now. back to children's programming? You know, I did it. Uh, that was uh, well, my very first. Children's show was that radio show I talked about, the Uncle Tommy show. Right. And then when I was in Bakersfield at Caffey, they asked me to do uh, Nemo the Clown on the weekends. And so that was Nemo the Clown's prize party. And then after that, I came to San Diego, and uh, they wanted to do a children's show over at Channel 10. Uh, and it was an education commitment because they wanted to have to be an educational show. Because the FCC said, you know, kids are watching too many cartoons. we got to come up with a show that teaches them things. And so they came up over Channel 10 with words of popping. Mm -hmm. And so I auditioned. As a matter of fact, when I walked in to audition for words of popping, they were auditioning a lot of people. And, and, and I saw one of my all-time great childhood heroes who I used to watch when I came home from school and watched the Popeye cartoons, Johnny Downs. He was there. He was there. Yeah, he was there auditioning. And as soon as I saw him, I said, Johnny, this is fantastic. You're going to get the job as host of Words of Poppin'. I'm going to watch you every weekend. I'm getting out of here. And I and he says, no, now you calm down. You sit down, shotgun. He poured me a cup of coffee out of his thermos. And he said, you, you have this. You have just as much right to audition for this show as I do. And I auditioned for the show. And they selected me as the host. And we did five years 
as words of poppin and uh, that was a syndicated show I was going to say that was syndicated around the country, country. Wouldn't it, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was on all the McGraw Hill television stations we used to fly the kids in from Indianapolis and and uh, from uh, what Denver it was in at KMGH in Denver okay. uh, WRTV in Indianapolis I remember and uh, we used to fly their folks in and set them up at the Kona Kai Club you oh, know wow. it was a big deal yeah I'm sure they had a trade there you know the but, Kona Kai. Uh, <laughs> and Mike Ambrose was my announcer you know right I'd come on hello again everybody welcome to words Bob on the All-American Game Show, where we play games with American words. Got a couple of teams of players that we're going to meet here in a second. But Mike Ambrose, tell us what we're going to win today. And Mike, well, shotgun, we're going to win. Blah, 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 blah. And so and Mike was a dear friend and, yeah. and uh, of course, uh, Captain Mike doing the weather right, for many years right, on Channel yeah, 10. Yeah. We, I, I miss him tremendously. Yeah, we lost him a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, he's well remembered in San Diego radio and television history. Yeah, you know. yeah he is. He's a great guy. How about some of the other TV work that you've done, Tom? I know that you co-host the Muscular Dystrophy Telethons in the Los Angeles area. Uh, and it started in San Diego. Okay. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, when I was doing Words of Poppin', mm-hmm. MDA was looking for a, uh, a spokesman for what they call the Backyard Carnival Program. Jerry Lewis is big with the circus. You know, he loves, he's the clown. And, and uh, so that was, he was into that. And, and so uh, he wanted to, you know, it was a great way for kids to have a little, show in their backyard and all the they would charge people to get in mm-hmm. and play games and, and and have a little circus thing and and the money would go to muscular dystrophy a 7-eleven at that time uh, they had a shot of me and jerry lewis in their windows every year and we would promote the backyard carnival program and uh, of course i would meet with jerry lewis every year mm-hmm. and uh, do those shoots and he was quite a guy i irritated him one year though Uh oh yes I have some outtakes that him and Dean Martin did, and I, <laughs> I was in the elevator with Jerry Lewis, and I told him about it, and he goes, ah, I don't want to hear about it, man. He got really uh, upset with me. Oh, my God. And so uh, Bob Ross, his manager, said, what'd you say to him? You know, so anyway, Linda, Linda and I, this is four years into doing the MDA telephony in San Diego, mm-hmm. and so uh, he's up on the dais, and Linda and I are there at the lunch, and he comes off the dais, he spots me, he's, he knows my name, he goes, shotgun. Uh, you brought up something that I happened years ago, and I want to apologize for. And so he gave me a big Hollywood hug. So from that point on, Jerry Lewis and I had a relationship. Every, every time we would take our photos every year, oh, shotgun, here you are. What are you going to cause any problem today? You know, oh, for crying out loud, there he is. Well, what happened to those outtakes? Did they ever get aired? Oh, no, they never got aired. Oh, they okay. were, I just collect outtakes of Orson Welles. Uh, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin. I've got outtakes of of Casey Kasem, who I worked with in Los Angeles right. on on the telethon, and I almost told him about him, but I, I decided don't tell the guys you got outtakes; it might upset them. Yeah. So I learned my lesson from Jerry Lewis. But anyway, I did the uh, telethon here in San Diego for many years, as I went from KGB to KCBQ to B100 to Kogo. You know, I ran out of stations, man. Sometimes KCBQ twice, three times. You know. But between the two, radio is your bigger love, right? It really is. Radio is. And as a matter of fact, when I was at KFMB, a lot of people you know, remember me from KCBQ and KGB. But a lot of people, especially now in their 20s, 29, they remember me doing my show on KFMB from the Corvette Diner. Yes. Uh, on Saturday and Sunday nights before or after the Padre game. And as a matter of fact, I used to you know, yell people's name out. Uh, they used to have a birthday party there, and I'd yell out the the name, and I'd I'd go down in between records and take a picture with the with the guy's daughter, and the guy came up to me, 
uh, years later, and he says, Shotgun, my name is Benjamin. I said, well, glad to meet you. He says, I own a bobblehead company. I do bobbleheads for baseball and Kellogg's and and uh, a few others, and I'd like to do your bobblehead. <laughs> and I said, well, why? Because you were kind to my daughter oh, when you did oh, a uh, nice. show at the Corvette Diner. And uh, she's 28 years old now, but when she was 13 and having her birthday, you made a big deal about this. Wow. And so that's how the Shotgun Tom bobblehead came about. Yes, and we're going to post a picture of that, Mike. We've got a. I have one that, uh, <laughs> that uh, in my collection. Or we'll, we'll, now, I hope you're not. I hope you're being very careful I'm with being that bobblehead. Very, very careful. Because when you Tom, shake yes. that bobblehead and my bobble or my head goes, little, bobbling, it, it, it goes bobbling, I, I feel the pain. You feel it? Oh, okay. Okay. All right, yes. all right, Shotgun. I'll, I'll treat it very gently. I know. Tom, what about some of the other personalities that you've met through your years? I know that you've met Milton Berle. Oh, yes. we. Uh, I did a New Year's Eve show with him at the Hotel Del Coronado. Right. I remember Milton Berle said to me as we were doing, because he's, you know, he says, don't worry about money. He says, you know, I said, well, what do you mean? I mean, you got to, you know, I always wanted to further myself. And we all do. We all think money's the deal. He said, no, no, money doesn't make you rich. I said, well, Uncle Milty, what does? He says, good health. Mm. If you have good health, you have wealth. Mm-hmm. Very, very, I never forgot that. Very sage uh, advice. Yeah. yeah very, so, uh, yeah. you know, forget about the dough. Right. If you're in good health and uh, you, your heart's fine, your blood pressure's fine, all that stuff is fine, then... Uh, You've got wealth. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm I mean, not trying to make this a uh, a show on, you know, vitamins and stuff like that. But, or, <laughs> oh, or or getting into shape in the gym, you no, know. Oh, no, but it's but it's very, very true. It is true. And uh, No, I, I I'd also met, uh, I got to go to the White House. Did you? I did. Okay. I got to meet Ronald Reagan, yes. Oh, yes, I remember that. Tell him about that picture that I love so much. Oh, every, yeah, it's, uh, it's been published uh, many, many times. Uh, me and Ronald Reagan in the Oval Office at the White House. And uh, Duncan Hunter, it was his idea. I was MC for the president when he came to San Diego a couple of times. And uh, Duncan said, you know, you really ought to give your trademark Smokey the Bear hat to the president. And I said, oh, he doesn't want that. He'd sail that right into the closet. And he goes, no, 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 that. I re- really want you to do that. So uh, he arranged for me to go to the White House in the Oval Office. That was, that was a trip, you know, because uh, the president was meeting five people that day, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of congressmen, uh, senators, Miss America, and me. Wow. Kelly Cash, who's, by the way, from San Diego. That, that's the Miss America he was meeting. How about that? And so anyway, I remember uh, you entered the Oval Office. The door opens. The president's been briefed. And he gets up from the desk. He walks over to the shell bookcase. And he goes, well, shotgun... I understand that uh, you were the MC and kept everybody entertained when I came to San Diego. And I said, well, yes, Mr. President, I did. And I bring you this gift of my trademark, Smokey the Bear hat, and I hope you'll put it on. Well, and he put it on, and boom, they took that picture. And, uh, and you had yours on, he had yes. his on, and, and, and the caption should be, Shotgun Tom and Shotgun Yeah, all right, okay, yeah. (laughs) But anyway, five more times after that, uh, I emceed the president rally when he came to town. That's great. That's great. uh, And other people, of course, Jerry Lewis. Sure. Um, I'll tell you what, Tom. uh, Several shows ago, Mike did a great piece on Wolfman Jack. Oh, I... Talk to us about Wolf. You were friends with him. Yes, I was. And... Oh, he was just a, not only was I, I started out being a fan, Mm -hmm. and then uh, 
We played pool together, I remember, when I was at uh, KACY, and then, then I became a friend. And it was just marvelous, you know, uh, uh, hearing some of the stories. And he's done it all, you know. And so whenever he would come to town, whatever station I would be at, uh, I remember the last time uh, I was at KCBQ uh, doing oldies over there. And he came to town, and, uh, of course, we did a show together. And it was videotaped. And if you uh, Google Wolfman Jack, okay. you see the... Uh, the, they're talking about his death, and they use a little bit of my videotape along with American Graffiti, the movie that he was in, the George mm-hmm. Lucas movie. And uh, we just uh, we just had so much fun together. And, uh, and uh, there's things that I can go into, but, uh, you know, it'd be too lengthy. He was just a great guy. He, he looked really like was. he was just really a neat, neat person. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And a good businessman, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy, tell me... Uh, he, I mean, back in the old days, uh, he, he's got stories about, you know, how he, uh, at XERF and XERB, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, who, and who else were you talking about? Uh, whoever else comes to well, mind, Tom. Most, now, now, the latest one, which just was very surprising to me, was uh, Jason Sheff, who is who replaced Peter Cetera in, in the group Chicago. Mm-hmm. How I came to meet Jason was K-Earth was bringing Chicago to Los Angeles, a Chicago concert along with the Doobie Brothers and uh, War. I mean, it was a big concert, right. a lot of groups. And we were getting our pictures taken with Chicago. And this kid who I didn't know, I said, Shotgun Tom. I said, yeah. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm Jason Chef. Uh, I, we got to go play the gig, man, but I want to talk to you after the show. So I said, okay, that's great. So anyway, just be backstage after we get off. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. So anyway, Robert Lamb, who's the lead singer of Chicago, or one of the lead singers, he says, have you talked to Jason yet? And I said, well, no, I haven't. The horn section comes off. Hey, Jason really wants to talk to you. Have you talked to him? No, no, I'm waiting. So Jason comes off, and he says, oh, shotgun, I'm so glad you're here. Oh, man, hey, we got to go do an encore. Don't move. So he goes out and does the encore. The uh, song was 25 or 6 to 4. So he's singing, 25 or 6 to 4. I'm going, what the hell was that all about? So so he does my the, my sound that uh, I yes, my, yes. I do a lot of goofy, stupid sounds. You know, like, keep it out of trouble in your automobile bubble. You better believe it, baby, and all that stuff. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, people like that. You know, like, keep it out of trouble in your automobile bubble. I get more regular, not radio people. Not like you guys, but more regular people that come up to me and say, Shotgun, are you keeping out of trouble in your automobile bubble? I said, yeah, baby. So and it's just really neat when you when you use some of that. So anyway, one of those things is, you know, that I, well, you know, you've heard me do it. Uh, That's great it, to have him doing it in our studio, isn't that? Yeah, isn't well, yeah. I almost hurt myself the last time Uh-oh, I did it. Okay, well, well, in fact, if I do it one more time, I think I might have well, a... Be careful. Yeah, okay. I, might, I might strain myself. Uh, but anyway, um, so he does, he does, you know, 25 or 6 to 4. Oh, I think I hurt myself. No, he didn't say it. So when he comes running off, and Jason Chef says, shotgun. I got to say, you know, I'm from San Diego. I said, you are. He said, yeah, I grew up in San Diego. And I remember you were having a contest. You were giving away a Chicago 5 LP on KCBQ. And you were asking for the fifth caller. I was the fifth caller. 
So yeah, I remember, uh, he's, he, I, I said, hey, who's this on the phone? This is Jason. Uh, you're caught on number five. You've got a uh, Chicago 5 LP. And he says, uh, well, that's great. You know, I play bass in a little rock and roll band. I said, well, Jason, who knows? Someday you might even be on stage with Chicago. And I just kind of forgot about it, you know. Wow. You know, but he remembered that. He says, you got me interested in the band. And as I got better... I got a chance to audition when uh, Peter Cetera left, and he auditioned, got the job, and he says, I really owe it to you for you getting me interested in this band, and I've been with Chicago for 20 years. That's great. And we're friends to this day. That's wonderful. It's great, yeah. Well, let's pause right here for our retro commercial, and then we're going to be back with much more of Shotgun Tom Kelly right here on GalaxyMoonbeamNightSight.com. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Every day you hear more and more about a remarkable way to relieve the pain of headaches, neuritis, and neuralgia. The name is Anacin, spelled A-N-A-C-I-N. Thousands of men and women first discovered these tablets when they were given an envelope containing anison by their own physicians or dentists. Perhaps you yourself at some time have learned about anison this way. If so, you know how incredibly fast and effective these tablets are. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, anison contains not just one, but a combination of medically proven active ingredients in easy-to-take tablet form. When headache, neuritis, or neuralgia pain strikes, you want relief and you want it fast. So for your own sake, try Anison. Sold on this money-back guarantee. If the first few tablets don't give satisfaction, you may return the unused portion and your money will be refunded. Ask for Anison at any drug counter in handy boxes of 12 and 30 tablets, bottles of 50 and 100. Welcome back to GalaxyMoonBeamNightSight.com, the podcast. We talk about anything that communicated, radio, television, phonograph, Morse code, shortwave... Anything that involved the golden years of communication between people. And we're back with Shotgun Tom Kelly in our remaining moments. And um, anybody, like I said at the beginning of the first part of our interview with you, that anybody who's grown up in, in Southern California really has, really has grown up with you. I mean, I remember listening to you when I was a kid. You know, we've all heard you on the radio. And, you know, you've been a part of a lot of people's lives. Well, I'd like to, you know... I'm, I'm glad I have, because yeah. there's a lot of great jocks that have been a part of my life. Sure, absolutely. You know, uh, like Don Howard, Frank Thompson, Jack Vinson, Scotty Day, Seamus Patrick O'Hara. These guys were, you know, I grew up, and Wolfman Jack, the real Don Steele. As a matter of fact, that is a heck of a story. Uh, I admired the real Don Steele. Mm-hmm. I also did his, I didn't do, I mean, we did similar High energy sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I don't want to do the real Don Steele, uh, but we are our sound. I guess I was the real Don Steele of San Diego mm-hmm. for many years. You know, being that high energy thing, that right. cooking, whatever you want to call it. Sure. But uh, when the real Don Steele passed away, they asked me to come up, and they didn't really think I'd leave San Diego because you got to realize. I don't know if you're not from. Maybe some of your listeners aren't familiar with the real Don Steele. But the real Don Steele has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He's been in Ronnie Howard's first movie, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, he was in uh, Death Race 2000 with Sylvester Stallone. Uh, the real Don Steele played himself on an episode of Bewitched wow. with Elizabeth Montgomery. <laughs> and he had a dance show on KHJ-TV. I had a dance show on KGTV in San Diego. The only thing similar that we did was we did a uh, uh, we we'd get all the 
the dancers in a circle, and I'd be pulling a guy and a girl together, and they'd pop in kind of like that. <laughs> they'd pop in, and I'd get these strangers dancing together. And then I'd push them out of the way, and I'd pull two others in, you know. Oh, okay. And so that was a, a, a shtick that he did on his dance show. Cool. And so anyway, uh, when he passed away, they asked me to come up, and they said, uh, we need somebody to succeed the real Don Steele. Would you be that somebody? And I said, yes. And this has never been asked of me by any general manager. After I said yes, the general manager, after I said yes to the program director, Mike Phillips, the general manager, Pat Duffy, said, well, I guess it's my turn. What's going to make you happy? I said, what do you mean? Usually you go to a job and they say, okay, here's we have this amount of money and this is what you're going to work for. But he's asking me, I said, what do you mean, what's going to make me happy? How much money do you want? So I go in, and I said, can I make a, a phone call to my wife? And, I, and I, instead, I, I went and called my attorney, Bob Teeth. And I said, Bob, it's a three-hour job. And they said, uh, the general manager wants to know what's going to make me happy. How much money do I want? He said, well, here's what you tell him. Ask for this amount. I said, Bob, I can't ask for that much money, man. I want this job. They're going to throw me out of here. It's a three-hour-a-day job. And, you know, I mean, you know, you got, that's too much money. No, just do what I say. Ask for this amount. Don't say I demand it. Just say, how do we get to this amount? So I go back in. I uh, uh, how do we get to this amount? And he goes, no problem. You got it. As a matter of fact, we're going to add this, this, this. I could ask for more money. Wow. So my attorney was right. Uh, how about that? Yeah. So anyway. And this then, is the first time you negotiated and they added more money to it. Yeah. Wow. That's never happened to me. <laughs> Usually they either take it away or, you know, we got a budget cut. And uh, But this was very different. And. Wow. That was 13 years ago. 13 years. And each contract has been a little more. Mm. So I'm very fortunate, you know. That's mm. great. That's great. And you you love your job at KR. I that, do. That's a great... I probably do it for free. Yeah. No, oh, don't tell. Don't, don't, don't tell. tell. Okay. Don't tell CBS Radio, though. <laughs> Gotta hope CBS Radio is not listening to your podcast, you know. But uh, that's who owns this, by the way. Yeah. CBS Radio. Oh, that's and they own KNX, uh, The Wave, KFWB, mm-hmm. you know, up there. Mm-hmm. And, yes, I, I do the telethon. Uh, in Los Angeles uh, on Channel the Muscular it is to be Telethon. And I've done that for 13 years up there. So basically the Telethon, I guess I've done for over 35 years. Wow, how about that? Between San Diego yeah. and Los Angeles. Los Angeles, yeah. Mm. Do people come up to you asking for advice? All the time. <laughs> and what do you tell them? About getting into radio? Yeah. I don't want to discourage them. As a matter of fact, there's a kid that came up to me just last week with his dad. And he's building a radio station. As a matter of fact, he's building a radio station in his bedroom, and he wants to podcast, you know. And I said, so I, I, you know, he's asking me what kind of equipment, you know. And, and he's a kid. He's a high school kid. He can't afford. So he's got an Audio-Technica microphone. And I said, that's a very fine mic. And so he's doing a, doing a little thing in his bedroom on a computer. See, in the days I started in my bedroom, we didn't have computers. The only way I could do it was actually talk to one of my electronic buddies and build a transmitter and actually go on the air, which I did, and I got busted. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, Ron. Hey, Tom. Did you, you really? I did. <laughs> Don't try this at home. Don't try it at home. <laughs> Shotgun, what do you think is the future for radio? What changes have you seen in your years in radio? Where do you think we're going with radio? Well, 
My boss, Johnny K, wants to keep radio live. There's a lot of voice tracking done in radio now, and they do it because they don't have to pay the people as much money. Mm. I'm afraid we're going to see a lot of voice tracking go on to a because they're they're cutting out a lot of the big salaries. Uh, Jeff and Jer uh, here in San Diego, uh, the reason they were uh, let go is because they were making millions of dollars. So stations are looking to level that bottom line, and a way to do that is voice tracking. But when you do that. You're taking the element of, well, the live. There's there's a certain spontaneity, right. you know, and you can't do like at K Earth. My, my boss Johnny K wants to keep everything live. We tape nothing. Everything you hear on K Earth, the guy is there. You know, the midday guy's there. I'm there in the afternoon. The night lady is there. The only thing we do that's uh, voice tracked is the all night show. Okay. And my boss Johnny K does that, but that's the only thing we do. Nothing else. So he'd like to keep it live, but I'm, I think there's a tendency, for, if you don't have a Johnny K, and he's very strong in CBS, there's a tendency to want to go voice track. So in the future, to answer your question, we're going to hear, uh, if you're a music station, you're going to hear a lot more voice tracking, which is, is going to be sad. Wow, I got you. And, you know, we've uh, on our previous show, in fact, it was Mike, the show that we talked about, Wolfman Jack, we were saying that the shotgun here is really one of the last guys that's really... Applying that craft in the tradition of the of the big time jocks, one of the last, but still one, if not the most popular on the definitely. West Coast, most definitely because that live intimacy, one on one, it's real, exactly. And people are picking up on it in Los Angeles. As a matter of fact, uh, they got a new rating service called the Personal People Meter. Yeah. Yes, and it's a, it's a meter that people wear. And it's a very accurate way of of, uh, tracking what people are listening to. And in Los Angeles, K-Earth is the number two music station in town. Wow. KISS FM's number one, K-Earth's number two. It's really, it's it's phenomenal. Shotgun, we've truly enjoyed having you on our show. We turned this into a two-parter because we had so much to talk to you about, and we're glad that we did it this way. And. We sure thank you for being with us. Well, Smitty, it's been my pleasure. And uh, Mike and Ian Rose, I've always enjoyed Ian. Mike, you know, you were talking about Ian Rose in another show on how comfortable uh, it is to listen to his traffic reports. And I'm, I'm that way, too. I mean, Ian has been in San Diego radio for so long that your voice is very soothing to people. And uh, even if there's, like, I remember uh, you were my newsman when I was over at Kogo. There was a a power outage or something, and they had a generator on, and you were cool as a cucumber. You came on and reported the facts and calmed people down, you know, with your calming voice. But you also gave them facts. You're really good. I always say, Ian Rose, the man with the news knows. <laughs> and, and now we're very pleased to have Ian on our uh, team here. He, adds, uh, he brings a, a lot to our show. He's and, a great guy. Uh, and he's a great and guy. And we do get a lot of people from all over. Yes. We got, the, uh, we got one listener from, I think it was Eng- England, who was checking in on Ian Rose. Yes. Didn't you remember much, but remembered Ian. Yes. You know, i got to tell you something about Ian. Uh, Ian could have, I think, uh, had he, he loved San Diego, didn't mm-hmm. want to leave San Diego. But I think, Ian, you could have been a network news announcer. Because you've, you've got that quality in your voice. Thank you. You've got that professionalism. You know, and uh, when I listen to you, I think I'm listening to somebody that is on the radio network. Thanks. 
It's true. That, that's I appreciate great. that. Yeah, that's neat. That's neat. And he's a heck of a nice guy. And Shotgun, you're a heck of a nice guy. Not only, let me add on a personal note. I've known you now, yes. I think, about five, six years. And you and your wife, Linda, you guys are, are just wonderful people. You're great friends. Well, we I, love having you over at well, the home. As a matter of fact, you. recently you were uh, unveiled as a pool hall punk. Yes. I had, uh, yes. <laughs> Smitty comes over and plays pool and smokes cigars. Tom uh, has the best cigars in town. <laughs> and, and and they did. And I was very, I was honored. I was very honored that I was. That's a good ill. portrait of you. It is. And we'll put it up you on really the website. You really should put it up on we your. We will. Yeah. We will. We will. I actually have it on my personal It's your Facebook. Facebook. It's, it's my Facebook. It's your profile photo. But, yes. But we will put it on the. Looks just uh, like you. It does. We'll put it on the Galaxy Moonbeam Nightside Why not? page. And we'll by do the that. way, that, that, that was drawn by an artist up in in Alaska, his name is Dan Mills, mm-hmm. and he's he's terrific. And if you want to go see some of his stuff, just go to danmillsart.com. dot com. Okay. Terrific. Okay. And Tom, your website? Uh, ShotgunTomKelly.com. dot K e l l y. Okay. ShotgunTomKelly dot com, and you'll see uh, when uh, there's a story about my daughter uh, being a nurse, and me and Stevie Wonder, and when she was born. I played Stevie Wonder's Isn't She Lovely. Mm-hmm. At her graduation, Stevie Wonder did a little verbal. And you'll you'll see that on Oh, that's great. Wow. That that's great, Tom. Wow. Thank you so much for, for telling us about that. We're just about out of time, but we sincerely thank Shotgun for being with us today. It's been a joy having you here, Tom. Oh, it's been my pleasure. As they say on a lot of radio shows... Uh, I wish we had more time. I wish we had more. <laughs> you know what? Maybe one of these days you'll come back and visit with us again. I'd Keep love that. Okay, and we'd love having you. Okay. So thanks, Shotgun. We want to remind you real quickly before we leave, our email address is galaxymoonbeamnightside at gmail.com. Galaxymoonbeamnightside at gmail.com. Our website is galaxymoonbeamnightside.com. And if you want to uh, send your memories of Shotgun Tom Kelly to us, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, maybe we'll even pass them on to Shotgun. So oh, I'd can, love that, He man. can hit them. So. Yeah. Anyway, that's all the time we have on our show today, but we'll be with you again very soon. I'm Smitty. I'm Mike. And I'm Ian. Hey, Shotgun, give us one of your goodbye closings, will you? Have no sorrow. The Shotgun goes see you tomorrow. <laughs> that's about it, you know. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, that was Jackie Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Shotgun. Thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next time, folks.